0: What's up, y'all? Thank you for tuning in once again to the Unofficial Therapy Podcast. This is Chris Kane, as you should already know. Uh, Full disclosure, this is actually the second time I'm taping this podcast. The first time I went through the whole video, it was all cool. And I guess there was some kind of feedback that uh, wasn't apparent to me. So, I'm doing this again. I don't know if I have the same zeal that I had the first time around, but you guys are going to get it, so I appreciate you. So, um I had my first comedy show yesterday. And it was um it was dope. It turned out very well. And I was pleasantly surprised because going into it, I didn't really I didn't give it my best effort. I can I can fully admit that. I'm not proud of it, but I have I have no one to blame but myself. And I guess I can give you a little bit of the backstory of why it wasn't my best effort. So usually, I do my shows once a month. And I know the date of the next show, so I can kind of start prepping, and I can start booking talent, and I can do those things a little bit early. I usually have the flyers done for my comics three weeks, three weeks in advance, at least two and a half, but usually three weeks in advance. The event bright is up. Everything's pretty cool. It's just a matter of them actually promoting and reposting and all that stuff. So this show... Which was on January fifteenth. I didn't even have confirmed for a date until January fourth or fifth. So already, that's you know pretty a pretty quick turnaround. And part of that was on me not being you know more forthcoming about the date I wanted because I was kind of indecisive. And part of it was just communication. We just I couldn't communicate with the club owner, so we had that. Then I booked the lineup right in like the next 24 hours so i did this pretty fast um make a flyer and one of the comics on the flyer apparently has been vanned from the venue didn't know it apparently the comic did and i guess he was just trying to you know ease in through my um ignorance but the club owner was like hey they can't perform and i'm not gonna get into the details of why they can't perform they are juicy but so i had to get them off the show also, make a new flyer. So replace that person, and then the next person, they had to drop out for other reasons. Then one of the people who was already on the show, they had to drop out. So now, it's probably January 7th or 8th, and I've lost three comics. It's a week to the show. I've sold zero tickets. And I have a trip to Mexico, which I did on the 9th, coming up. And I was like, okay. So when I'm in Mexico, I don't have any inner I don't have any internet, so I can't communicate with anybody. I can't market the show. I can't email, text people. We're having so many tickets. The show has been really kind of just pasted together with you know, glue or Elmer's tape or something. Like it's just it's not Elmer's glue, regular tape. It wasn't. It wasn't a good operation. And I go to Mexico, have a good time, whatever. I get back. And I've sold two tickets. It's now Monday, two days before the show. I have two tickets sold. The lineup is set, but it wasn't, I guess, my initial thinking of what the lineup would be. And I'm working on a new set myself, so I'm not as I don't know, secure in the jokes. Because I haven't done them long enough. Don't know if they're actually funny. Gotten good responses, but you know, the joke is in its infancy, so who knows. So Monday, I, I start panicking a little bit not like outwardly no one else knew I knew myself and I was panicked about I didn't want to have a bad show to start the year that was my biggest thing I said like, I don't want to start the year with an average show well not even average sub average like just you know a bad show I didn't want to start the year with eight people in the audience it's like hey guys we're gonna kick off 2020 with a bang all 80 y'all thank you <laughs> like it didn't it didn't feel right. Because sometimes how you start is how you finish. I think you can there's more variance and all that, but a lot of times, yeah, that's how it goes. And I also wanted to use the first show to market the next show. So if the first show was bad, then it's harder to use that to, you know, get the next one popping. And so I started toying with the idea of canceling the show. Like seriously, I was like, Well, look, next month is your birthday show. That usually sells pretty well. Uh, more people will be in town because the year just started, so you know people are still kind of scrambling. Next show will almost definitely be sold out. You can get you have now a month to like market it, book it, all that good stuff. Why don't you just roll it to February, man? Forget January. Is yeah, so it's a wash. That's what I was telling myself. But as you know, I've been going through coaching and mentorship, and a lot of it is mental. It's like it's. Making me a better version of myself so I can act better in real life, I guess, for lack of a better explanation. And the way I was thinking was old thinking because I'm a perfectionist on anything that has my name on it. This is good for school. Kind of sucks for real life, right? Because you can't really be perfect in real life. So I'm a, I'm really invested in things that have my name on it. So if you say, Chris, can you be the project leader yada yada I'm down but I'm going to be super controlling I'm going to be not immovable and there's some I can you can move me a little bit but there are some things that are like I need it to be this way that's how I am that's why I took my my logo three months to get made because we kept going back and forth for a long time it was not up to the land it wasn't up to the level I wanted to be at but if I'm not controlling something then I'm I'm perfectly fine being in the background Riding shotgun, I won't make any demands, I'm cool doing that, but this is my show, this is my production, this is my baby, it's my vision for a comedy room in California. So, part of me wants every show to be awesome. I don't necessarily care how much the bar and all them get, I mean, that's their department. I want each show to be well run, and I want each comic to have an audience to perform to. That's where. I, that's what I want. So when people go to future shows, they're expecting a good show. And then when comics come to the show, they're expecting to perform in front of real people, not five people, the DJ, and like five comics in the back. Because some people are commuting to get to me. and They're coming from, you know, half an hour away. They're getting off work early. They may pay to park on the street or whatever. And they're investing a lot of themselves into the show. And I don't want to be like, hey, man, thanks for coming out the way from Inglewood, And it's four people looking back at them. That makes me look bad. It makes it look unprofessional. I feel feel bad for the audience, too, because they want an amazing show. And for a comic when you don't have a crowd, it's harder to muster the energy to really bring it. Because we feed off of you guys. So I was caught up in that perfectionist thinking. And I was like, this show is going to be far from perfect. Maximum will sell 10 tickets. (sighs) It's going to be rough. And I was doing all this stuff in my head. And I said, you know what? You got to switch this thinking, bro. This isn't going to work for you. Because you're putting negative energy out and it's not over. You still have a day and a half to reach out to people to post and all that. You never know. You may people may have had plans that stopped them from coming that they get over. Like, oh, man, this client canceled or, you know, got out of a meeting early. You don't know how it's going to go. So you just saying that it's going to end poorly is, I don't know, you don't know. You're just putting bad stuff out. So I switched my thinking and said, you know, we're going to run the show. It's going to be fine. We're going to make it happen. We ended up selling like 20 additional tickets, which was awesome. So when the actual show happened, we ended up having probably total, because we had a couple of walk-ins later, probably about 25, 30 people in the room, which was way better than two, obviously. <laughs> and most of the people hadn't been to previous shows, which is cool. So it's now like a newer audience. They were now being introduced to what I'm trying to do. And the show itself ran very smoothly. Every comic came up. They did their thing. Nobody ran over the time. Um, I did my new set. My new set went well. It was well received. I felt good about like the timing of it. There's a couple parts that I definitely need to work on. But we got past it. Um, and the people were like, when's the next show? We can't wait to come to another show. This was awesome. And I was left with a very... I was very relieved, but also proud. Because that was... It's not hard to cancel a show a couple of days in advance. Hey guys, sorry I can't do the show I'll refund the two people who bought tickets And um, to the comics Sorry man, try to book another show Boom, shows canceled. Right, I don't pay to rent the venue They would just run their own show that night And just take me off the Website or whatever And they just run it, Like it's not that hard So quitting was a real possibility But It's not gonna be perfect all the time Or almost ever Again, nothing's, like, perfect, but things sometimes go as planned. And sometimes really amazing things happen that weren't planned. And when you think things are at their worst or things are going to go really poorly, sometimes really awesome stuff happens. We've all been invited to parties or someone's house or a gathering, and you're just like, I don't want to go. But I'm, I'm going because someone begged me. Like, be my, you know, plus one or... I don't want to show up alone. And then you show up and you end up having a good time. You meet with people, you connect. And it's just like, oh, it's not that bad. I'm glad I came, right? You end up in that place. We did the show. And we added a couple of comics. Yorsi, who I did not know before. Simone, who's a local comic who I didn't know. Both did their things. Um, They're now my communication pipeline. And Simone uh, told me about a number of female comedians who I haven't met that are funny in the area. And I know a, you know, a couple handfuls of those women, but it's hard to always get them on the show. And they've come a couple of times, so you kind of want to change variety up a little bit like there's all that. And so just from having her on the show and, and her being there, now I have a new influx of women I can put on my shows for this year, which is awesome. Because I wanted the diversity and I want more people, but I'm not I don't travel the city as much as most people do. Um, and I'm not as connected because as I mentioned during my resolutions last year I wasn't as deep into comedy as I should have been so maybe I would have met these people had I been on top of my game I wasn't so having her on the show was cool for the show itself and then it made future shows better from having newer people to connect with so that was another added little little bonus there then we finished the show we have like a a Chop It Up session. I really wish I would have recorded it, but my Michael's was at home. I didn't have any reason to believe we were doing a podcast. And it was like Marvin, who was on the show. Ralph, also on the show. Friend from Miami. Boy Everett, who has been on the podcast before. On the um, I Hate Traffic mashup. And Yorsi. And we were just talking. And it was dope. They were drinking. I was on that crayon. You know what I do. Crayon neat. Like a boss, you know. And the bartender kept laughing because I came back twice for that crayon. And she was like, you want the cranberry, sir? I was like, yeah, I, I don't know what that sass is about. But, uh, yeah, set it up. Drop a line in there this time. Let's class it up a little bit. <laughs> but, and we sat and we talked about the industry. We talked about comedy. We talked about women because we're just four guys, whatever. And it was... I know it was like we haven't had a chop session like that in so long. We just talked, and I'm sure people had things to do. Like I had to wake up, Marvin had to wake up, and but we just chilled, and we're just laughing and being loud. We're definitely in people's way. Like people kept trying to walk past our group, and we just didn't move. It's kind of a jerk move, I guess. It sounded cooler in my head, but we had a great time, and everyone kept commenting on the vibe. That was what the whole general consensus was. I like the vibe of this. I like the way this feels. I like what's trying to happen here. And it was it was a really it was a really awesome moment. And then I had to have some kind of perspective on it to think this wouldn't have happened if I had let my Thoughts and my vices and whatever get in the way of it. And Everett and I had a conversation after Marvin and Yorcy had to leave. And this is probably at least midnight at this point, probably twelve thirty. and so ended at ten something. It's now after midnight. That's how long we were talking. And Everett and I have some good conversations. You've heard him on a podcast before. And even though him and I are at the same place in our life, like he's you know boot up, he's at a startup, he's doing his whole thing, and I'm at a you know I'm a trainer. We end up thinking, I think, similar about where we are in our arcs of our career, right? Like, I came out here to do the comedy thing and to produce shows and act, and he came, he went to college to act, and he's out now, and he's trying to find roles that allow him to really be himself and then be expressive and obviously make some money and do all that stuff, and we're always trying to figure out, you know, what the game plan to get there is. There used to be a blueprint, you know, you... Do X, Y, and Z, get in contact with these people, send scripts off, you know, get with this agency and then you get you keep, you make it, whatever. It seems like recently people are kind of just switching it up. They're Trying to use up the system, they're producing their own comedy specials, people are trying to find more direct marketing, like getting a group of people who mess with you, get them on email lists, text lists, and then just directly feeding into your people. So it's not what it used to be. You can kind of make it a lot of ways out here compared to what it used to be. But one of the things that came up in our conversation was having the ability to get out of your own way. That's what was consistent in both of our thoughts. Because I told him he didn't know any of the backstory of the show. Um, and I told him about why I wanted to cancel it and why I didn't think it would work and why I was... You know, I guess at one point apprehensive about even doing the show. And it would have been me canceling on myself. The venue wouldn't have canceled. Even if if people didn't show up, they would be like, you know what? We could have probably helped market it better. Come back next month. It it wasn't a one-shot, prove-it-or-lose-it kind of situation. This was ego. A lot of it. It was ego. It was perfectionism and all that. But those are both me problems. That's me. And I had to get out of my way and just say, "I'm gonna let the show run." You've done this enough times. You hopefully have enough people who mess with you. The comics will, you know, do their part, and it's gonna do what it's gonna do. And ultimately, it worked. It did what it did what it was supposed to do. And Everett gave me his own example, which I'm not gonna get into now, about him getting out, getting out of his own way as well, where he was like, "Man, I know what I need to do. People are telling me what to do. I know." deep what I should be doing and I'm not doing it and I think that's something we all can relate to like there's I mean this is resolution season so I think that even that's evidence of it the fact that you wait until the first of a year to try to improve something that you know is a flaw or something that you know is damaging your life or holding your career back or is, you know whatever self-destructive that you just wait Because it's not like you wake up on January 1st not knowing what you've been for the last year, right? Like, you probably realize, let's say you don't sleep enough, which is one of my things. I don't sleep enough. But I knew that in March. I didn't make a declaration, all right, for the rest of 2019, I'm going to get better sleep. You could have the means to do it. I make a large part of my schedule. But it sounds so... I know, convenient and trendy to say, oh, it's the first new year, new me, now I'm making changes. But the, that even the idea of waiting for an additional nine months, I don't know what the long-term effects of not sleeping well for nine months are. I know it's not good. But I didn't do anything to stop it. And we all have these things. I'm going to eat better next year. It's like, dude, it's February. What do you mean next year? Like, Why don't you start like maybe next month? I get that. Maybe you bottle a bunch of food and you don't want to just throw it away. Fine, next grocery cycle, let's start doing better. Nah, I'll wait to 2020. I'm going to I'm be more spiritual, but next year, like it's. So we all wake up on the first and then make these, you know, rash, you know, sometimes just impulsive things. I'm going to just do better in all these facets when you they've been bad for some time. And because they've been bad and you haven't really felt the need to change them on a the fly. It's harder to stick to them just because it's the first. We do we deal with this day to day. Like I don't, I'm not the best marketer. As you guys, I talk about it all the time, because I know. Well, I guess that contradicts one of my original points then, because marketing aspect only applies if I want to build a social media, to get the following to then get the shows and the notoriety from my work but since you can kind of make your own way in this industry if my work is right the room has a certain amount of traction i may not have you know 50k followers but if we have i don't know 500 strong ones in the valley i guess on some level that works well too just went through that thought experiment live so i don't know if it even made sense but i felt like i came to some conclusion at the end but regardless marketing is a part of What you are. If you think you have a good product, you have to market it or pay someone to market it for you. But it's not going to market itself unless it's something that's so exemplary that it just shines through. And that's almost nothing. Like, there are great singers who, you know, have to give out demos or have to put on performances for free until they get, you know. So that's something I talk about all the time. But I haven't, I go through moments of trying to be better, but it's not consistent and it's really ultimately me there's no barrier on instagram to market there's unlimited ways to do it they you gotta pay for some of it sure but there's tutorials there's people who do it there's you know third party there's all types of ways to get it out and it's just up to you to do it and i haven't been doing it and i keep saying i'm gonna start doing it even now all right guys i'm pushing down my market i'm gonna do it but you know It's not, I haven't prioritized it enough to do it properly. That's really the truth. That's me being in my way. There are things that I'm working on, from the mentorship to the business to the shows to my act, whatever, I can put any number of things in front of it. I haven't prioritized it, which is why I haven't done it. But in his case and in a lot of your cases, there's things in your everyday life that you know you want to do And you may have the capacity to do, but you're stopping yourself. Something as simple as a podcast. When I started this, I didn't know what I was doing. I never did a podcast before. I've been on a couple. Didn't know how to do it. Didn't know the technology or system to run it with. And someone just said, just do it. Whatever happens is going to happen. Either they'll listen to it or they won't listen to it. But you're not going to do anything sitting here. Some of you out there want to... I don't know, get involved in a separate business than what you're doing now. But you haven't really done the research for it. You haven't talked to people in the industry who can give you, like, you know, good advice on how to really plug into it and pitfalls and all that. It's just, oh, I want to do something else. What do you think you want to do? Oh, probably something here, but I don't know. I haven't really done the research for it. Why not? We have the internet. If you're in a, I guess a big enough city, you can just almost pull up on people <laughs> who have who are doing well and stuff. Hey, like, can I, can I invite you out for coffee and pick your brain? Can I intern? Can I mentor? Like, like you can just you can approach a lot of these people. They'll do it if you come at them the right way. But you're not doing it. Why not? Because of you. We all know there's societal ceilings and restrictions that have existed for a long time we don't even need to get into particulars it's self-evident but at a certain point that's only part of it right like you can you can overcome a lot of what ails the nation and opportunities and all those kind of things you can it may be harder but you know no one said life is fair and since that, we have to go through the exact same thing to get the same result. I think life overall is fairly fair. But in that sense, like sometimes you have to work a little harder to get somewhere. But if you want it, then you can. You just got to work harder. And maybe that sucks on the front end, right? I, I, I agree with you that it sucks that you would have to do that. But it is a thing. You can do it. And for those of you who are stuck and, and Stuck meaning it's you on the other side of you Pushing you back As you resist against it So you guys are kind of like at a standstill I would encourage you to find something Small And small is relative That you want to do That you've been thinking about doing That would probably advance you as a person Or in your career Or in your passion Whatever your, your lane is And I don't know Find Just start moving towards it Find something that has a relatively low barrier to entry. So, like, if it's like, oh, I want to start my own music studio. Okay, that's super expensive. So that's a super large ambition. But you can start looking at properties you think would fit. You start looking at equipment. You can, I don't know, like, talk to other people. Maybe get a group of people together and go in on the studio. You can look at investors. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's smaller steps before the bigger step. But it may be something as simple as I want to have a logo made because you have a product that you think is awesome, and you know you may want to sell it or market it at a certain point, and you want to be able to put a logo on it so the logo is synonymous with the product. That's smart business. It's easy. It's recognizable. Whatever. How much does a logo cost to be made? Depends. Some aren't that bad. You can probably go to Fiverr and get it for ten to fifteen. If you want to pay a little bit more, maybe it'll up to a hundred. But what about starting to have it designed? We can deal with the money later. Let's say it costs $100 and you don't have $100 on you right now. But if you have an idea of how you want it to be sketched, you can kind of refine that. At least get it to where you can just almost give it to a professional and they can just make it. But if you just say, I have an idea, but you don't have it really honed in. I don't know. I would think that you're not as serious as you're claiming to be. So... That's my call to action for you guys this month, because we have pretty much half the month left. Find something small that you want to do or that you should be doing that you're stopping yourself from doing and just start moving towards it. Get push yourself out of the way of yourself (laughs) and start moving towards what it is you're trying to do. And this will probably be ugly at first. But that's fine because you're still moving towards something. Even if you move slow, you're still doing it. And once you get that first bro block, your first you out of your way, then you can start working on bigger versions of that. Some take longer. Some may require more assistance. Some may require you to fall and get back up and what have you. But it's a constant push to get out of your way because most of us are capable of so many amazing things. And there's nobody stopping us but us. I mean, there's haters, some family haters, some spousal stuff. Even society can hate. But you can can override a lot of that. Because all the other hate from outside doesn't matter if you're strong within yourself. But all the support outside of you and you not supporting yourself, deads all that too. It goes both ways. You're so amazing. You're so strong. Nah, I'm not that strong. Then, you know, you're better than what you're putting out into the world. This goes for me. This goes for you. This goes for everybody else. If you're listening to this, you can do more than what you're doing. Even if you're doing dope stuff, you can always do more. Get out of your way and go do it. Thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, this Again, this is my second time doing it, so I hope my level of enthusiasm was up to par I guess I won't know until you guys tell me but I hope this helps you guys I think this is something that can apply to pretty much anybody and I think it makes it's a it's a good practice to step outside your comfort zone and do something that you know is going to further your career maybe you know talking to bosses and maybe seeking internships and that kind of stuff but do it find something you have 15 days essentially from when it comes out to start making moves or something. So just do it and let the chips fall where they may. I'll see you guys next time. Deuces.